Boys owners. All right. <laughs> Welcome Hi, back. Hey, everybody. This is podcast at 20,000 feet. That's correct. That is correct. And I am Rebecca. I'm Chelsea. That is Rebecca and Chelsea. <laughs> that's, that's Alex. That's Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just introduce each other for like the rest of the time that we do this? See how confusing it gets? Yeah. Okay. Except my okay. voice is much different yeah, than both of like, yours. I'm Alex. <laughs> that was a terrible impression of me. No, it wasn't. It was exactly what you sound like. Fuck. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell the difference. Nope. I'm going to put this for the rest of the episode now. No one's going to know who's talking. Okay, well, don't do that. Okay, fine, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we're changing the format up a little bit this time. Um, today we watched Escape Clause, episode are six, we six? Yeah. six of the Twilight Zone. Um, this episode is about a man who... Makes a deal with the devil. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was going to spoil that yet. Oh, sorry. It's fine. It's like the first, like, three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't take you long to get there. Yeah. But, um, Rebecca has some, uh... Info about this episode. All right. So first of all, our main character is Mr. Walter Bedeker, and he was played by David Wayne. David Wayne, um... Actually, the coolest thing that he did was he won a Tony in the very first Tonys. Like, the very first time they ever had a Tony. Oh, the Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the very first time they had the Tony Awards, yeah. he won well, one. Well, in fact, they were going to call the next one the Peter, but everyone didn't oh. go with it. Oh, really? Well, no, not really. Fun fact. Keep going. <laughs> he also played the Mad Hatter in the old Batman series that was on in the 60s. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, then we've got uh, Thomas Gomez playing Cadwallader. Mr. Cadwallader, the devil. And uh, he was nominated for an Oscar uh, for Ride the Pink Horse for Supporting Actor. Don't know that movie at And all. then the only other real character in this one is, is um, Mr. Bedeker's wife, Ethel. And uh, she's actually best known for being in Folgers commercials in the 60s. If you ask someone who remembers TV in the 60s and they saw her, they'd be like, oh, that's Mrs. Olsen from the Folgers commercials. Would they know her name was Mrs. Olsen or would it be like, oh, like, that's pretty, the It was probably one of those like slice of life commercials where it's like, hey, Mrs. Olsen, do you have any coffee? I don't know. We should have. I should have looked one up and actually watched it so I can tell you for sure. But yeah, um, I hope it was just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that was the whole commercial. Yeah. yeah. Um, last fun fact: uh, there's a reference to this episode in the soon-to-be-deceased Tower of Terror ride at Disneyland. When you're uh, in the basement, about to go into the elevator, there's a little plaque that says this. Elevator was last checked in Octo- on October 2nd, 1959, which is the day of the first airing of The Twilight Zone. Oh. And it was checked by Mr. Cadwallader, who oh. is the devil. In Damn, <laughs> that is some meta shit. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, who notices that? No, that's amazing. <laughs> Pretty cool, though, if you ask me. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> that makes this episode a lot better for me. <laughs> <laughs> the devil checked this elevator. All right, so that's the interesting factoids about this episode. So now we'll uh, just jump right in. So um, the episode starts uh, with a monologue, as always, and it's Mr. Rod going, Hey, everybody, this is Walter, what is it, Benneker? Benneker. And he's a hypochondriac. All he cares about is himself. He's a 
douchebag. Like, that's basically all we know about him at this point. He seems to think the world would suffer if he wasn't in it, which is why it's so important that he stays alive. Yeah, even though he doesn't apparently leave his room very often. No, not ever. But, so yeah, he's like, he's just an asshole. And he wonders why he has pain, and it's because you haven't moved out of bed in how long? (laughs) Is it called bed sores? Yeah, you know, it's... You start to fall apart, dude. (laughs) Get out of bed. He is a lazy douche. He's very mean to his wife and his doctor. Yeah. Uh, A whispering woman who doesn't know her mind. No. I wanted to punch him so much. From the first instance, this guy is just the most irredeemable asshole. And he keeps calling his doctor a quack. Like, yeah. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're fine. And he's like, you're an idiot. You obviously don't know how to be a doctor because I'm obviously dying. Like, he literally, like, you might think we're just making shit up. This is the entire scene. It's just him being a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor- and, then, and then even the doctor is mean to the wife there. He's just like, you're not looking so good, Mrs. Bedeker. Here's a prescription for vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like... No one's nice to this woman. Like, no. ever. Even the doctors no. just like, e- listen, honey. <laughs> Alright, we're a bit all over the place. <laughs> but well, this, this, this whole like scene, first yeah. Scene. Like, this first scene was just insults after insults. Like, first it's just the doctor, and then the wife comes in, and she's like, oh, I hope you're okay, sweetie. And he's like, you're a dick. And then the doctor and the wife are just assholes to each other, too. Yeah, and, and, and how much money do they have, considering he never gets out of bed, She's just tending to him, and they have money for house calls. This I is the know. 50. House calls were like a dollar fifty extra. <laughs> right? That was a lot of money back That was then. a lot of true. <laughs> yeah, they seem well off, though, you're right, for a man who apparently is sick. Like, his doctor's just like, you're fine, and he's like, no, I'm not. It's, it's so annoying. Like, this scene was just grating it's, to watch. It's mostly just to establish that we're not sympathetic yeah, to this and character. And also, he's just like... Why does a man die? And then he like, oh, yeah. and, and you would think that it was a rhetorical question, but it's not. No. <laughs> he actually <laughs> asks his wife this, and when she says predictably, "I don't know," he's like, "Of course you don't, because you're all idiots. You're yeah. the idiot for not knowing, not me." Yeah. <laughs> no, he was like, it was the most. He's so far the most irredeemable character that we've met in the Twilight Zone. Like, everybody else was at least I think someone you're rooting for. He's the first character yeah. that they didn't want us to root for. Like, you want to see something bad happen to this person. Yeah, that is true. We are actively rooting against him at this point. And this is the first scene. Like, this first scene is maybe five minutes of him just berating everybody who cares for him. Yep. And now we're just kind of berating the him. Yeah, now we're just kind <laughs> of being a it. dick. Yeah, he totally deserves it. But then, so, moving on, he, like, gets mad at his wife for being alive again. Like, opening a window. Yeah. There's so many germs in air. Don't you know that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking idiot. (laughs) How dumb could she be? (laughs) And, um... kind of dumb for staying with him. Yeah, that is dumb. I mean, yeah. (laughs) We don't need to get into that, though. (laughs) Let's not question her life choices. So finally, they leave him alone, and he's just kind of there, thinking about how nice it would be if he could just live, just live, because he thinks he's dying. Yeah. I want to live a hundred years. That's right. He is, like, positive he's dying for no reason. He's gonna, I'm gonna be dead in 20 minutes. And he's like, you don't, and she, 
his wife cries for him after he says that, and he's like, wipe away those crocs. I'm sorry, I just really hate this character. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to die, don't you? Yeah, wipe away those crocodile tears. You're just... Uh, yeah, okay. You and the doctor were colluding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that was a weird moment. We can just... Everything he said was an insult, and we're just gonna start... Li- we're just reading the script, basically, right now. <laughs> but so, anyways, moving on with the plot. So he does the... The, why does a man not live for a thousand years soliloquy and um some man is like yeah what if they could live for like four thousand years or something well, yeah. like why can't i live a hundred years why couldn't you live 200 or 500 or more what's a thousand years yeah. or more and walter just kind of starts talking to this disembodied voice versus a voice yeah and he doesn't notice it at all which i mean who's the idiot in the room now yeah he doesn't he's not like surprised by this voice he was just like yeah someone's agreeing with me finally (laughs) it's probably the voices in my head oh i'm crazy now too okay yeah so that happens and then um so the the owner of the voice just kind of appears yeah he manifests as a very fat man yeah he like fades in (laughs) And the man's like, oh, shit, there's a person here. Like, now Walter notices. And then he's, like, yeah. checking the window, like, how did you get in here? And, like, goes to the door and, like, wait a minute. Oh, I don't know how you got in. Last time this happened, the man was just like, oh, you're here. So, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Twilight Zone can't keep it straight if people are surprised about him <laughs> moving in their houses. <laughs> or not. <laughs> just like in real life, everyone has a different reaction to being broken into. <laughs> so... <laughs> Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> so this guy manifests, and he's like, oh, what's your name? And he's like, well, I'm Cadwallader. At least that's my name this month. Well, you know, I pick a different name every so often. He just sits down in a chair and makes himself comfortable. Yeah, and... it is not subtle that this man is Satan. No. <laughs> like, it's, it's really not. <laughs> he's like, oh, I kind of live forever. Just choose different names. Right now I'm choosing Cadwallader. Cadwallader. Which is a f- made-up name. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, yeah, so they're just, like, they start talking about, like, what if you could live forever? And then he's like, why are you here? And he's like, we both have something the other wants. And he's like, no, we don't. <laughs> like, don't Walter has no idea what this man wants. And then the man's like, dude, I can make you immortal. And he believes it instantly. <laughs> Takes no convincing. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, you're the devil. That I am. Yeah. And he's just no, like, that's that's probably my favorite moment of when he finally, like, lets him know, like, it's kind of when he starts to saying, what I want in return is something you're not going to miss. Like, it's something, you know, so small. It's a crumb of, of, of you, you know. Yeah. And it's like, it's he, I think he says, like, it's your soul. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I love when, when uh, what's it, Bedeker just starts, he doesn't, his reaction is not like, oh my god, this is the devil. It's. He starts laughing. He, like, thinks this is the best thing ever. He's like, yeah. you're the devil. Oh, my God. You're the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like running into, like, a character actor. You really like, like, oh, you're Margot Martindale, aren't you? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, I'm a big fan. I watched your show. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's his exact reaction. <laughs> and the devil's like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, your like, service. That's so, me. And so, yeah, immortality, right? And I love how he's just like, no tricks, no hidden clauses, and the devil's like, of course not, and he's just like, all right, yeah. like, he's like, you're talking to the devil, yeah. and he's <laughs> like, so, like, let me get this straight, I'll be immortal, nothing can hurt me, 
but I don't want to get ugly as I get older. Like, that's his one condition. It's yeah. kind of wonderful, because he's like, what about my appearance? And the devil's like, well, there's nothing I can do about that. And he's like, oh, <laughs> drop yeah. the mic, Cadwallader. <laughs> that was cold, <laughs> Finally, someone insults this man. <laughs> and he just takes it in stride. Yeah. Like, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to get uglier, is what I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> At least he's like, he can dish it out, but he can also take it. <laughs> Maybe that's why his wife loves him. <laughs> But yeah, he's like, I don't want to look like a prune. So the devil's like, fine, I'll do that. Um, here's a contract. <laughs> yeah, he just pulls a contract out of his pocket. And he's like, wait, there. I do need to tell you this one thing. There is an escape clause from this. Anytime you decide that you want to die, just say, hey, I want to die. Or something. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much he's just like, just call me. And he's I'll like, give you a quick death. <laughs> and he's like, ah, that'll never happen. So foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> And um, then they sign the contract. The devil puts this comically stupid stamp that he pulls out from like it's his the belt most pocket. Ridiculous shot because it's like it's hot in here. He just pulls the stamp out of the wall or something. Yeah, and there's I, this really weird music. The, and, yeah. Yeah, and he sets the paper on fire. <laughs> yeah, this is this dramatic music, and it's so big, and it's just like it's just a stamp on a paper, you guys. Like, yeah. There is a lot of weird music choices in this episode. Like, it yeah. opened with a weird like child whistle blowing it was just like like a recorder or whatever I think they were trying to keep us from taking this too seriously for me this almost feels like a dark comedy like okay. i believe from beginning to end like they intentionally made this a dark comedy yeah so i was like don't take this seriously guys i know it's about death and sickness but we're not gonna yeah. we're not taking this yeah, yeah like walter don't... doesn't ever have a reaction to anything no like his oh my god you're dead you're a <laughs> yeah. devil yeah yeah that's the most he shows of anything. Like, he's very dry the whole episode. Oh, also, he takes this the, this contract that is like his literally his life in his hands. He just stuffs it in his like bathrobe pocket. Yeah, like, he folds it up and good. puts it. Who has a bathrobe pocket too? Like, what's yeah, wrong right? with this man? <laughs> he, he spends a lot of time in his bathroom. Yeah, that's he needed true. a good one. Yeah, he got a good one. It's probably custom. I mean, yeah. he obviously has like endless he's got money. his initials embroidered that's, that's in why it he's somewhere. So he's got endless money. You know, <laughs> clearly, he's got so, custom bathrobes. The next thing he does is he goes up to the radiator because radiators right. were a thing back then. There's and, still a thing in New York. But. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> and he puts his hands on this hot radiator, and he, there's all this sizzling and all this smoke that comes up, and it's kind of like trippy, but then he takes his hands off of it, and he's fine. Yeah. He's, he's the happiest person in the world. He's like, fuck yeah! I can grab radiators again! <laughs> <laughs> and he throws open the window, and his wife comes in like, what the hell are you doing? There's germs in that air! <laughs> And he was like, I'm the new Walter Bettaker. And that's that's just kind of where we're at. Yeah, yeah. And that's like our title card. He doesn't explain how he's the new Walter. That's the thing. We do learn very quickly. He didn't explain any of this to his wife. No. She's baffled by what's about to happen. She's an idiot, kind of. She, she's not a smart But we'll yeah, learn that right. in a second. So <laughs> the next scene is just him in a subway. And then he... Dives in front of the train. Just dives. And one I thought, dives into this the is track. how you get your kicks, dude? Like... This is the first thing he chooses to do. Yeah, and I was just like, what, why? Why would you... Yeah, I don't... This is, this is fun? I, I, I can't And then you realize there is, there is a purpose, but at first, it yeah. just seems like this is his fun time on a Saturday night. That's what it, it does seem like. He dives in front of the train, 
Everyone freaks everyone out. Everyone freaks out. A lady everyone. faints. Um, a man starts screaming, you know. Yeah. And then the train passes because it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Which, no, of course not. They, I mean, they just hit people all the time. It, it's well, not going to pick anybody up. It's just driving on through yeah, and it, it just, just hit someone and... But it shouldn't even... Never mind. Like, in New York subway, why was it even passing this stop without picking people up? It never stops. No, that's what I'm saying. No, no passengers. Yeah, it's just an empty train. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Um, he jumps in front, the train passes, he gets up and he is like, Everyone's like, oh my god, you should be dead! And he's like, I know, but I'm not. And the, the train, I guess the attendant is just like, are you alright? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And he's like, don't talk to me, just call your insurance agent. Yeah, your claims adjuster. <laughs> your claims adjuster. So, that's it. Like, that was yeah. his plan the whole time, to just fuck over city planning. Yeah. <laughs> and his jacket's like, all just effed up. Just yeah. like, it's... Honestly, one of my the I'm happy about this just because we've had girls hit by cars. We've had like all kinds of things of like why are you not hurt? You know, you're smashing glass with your hand, why are you not bleeding? And we know why this man's not hurt, but at least his clothes are effed up. Like at least yeah. he's like looks like he was hit by a train except for his body. And yeah. like they actually say like you should have been pulverized. It's like for the first time in the Twilight Zone where nothing should have been left. <laughs> we're, we're admitting that like dismemberment is a thing <laughs> that like people can get hurt blood happens you shouldn't yeah. dive in front of a train <laughs> or cars or, or any cars. other thing or, just, yeah just the don't get the twilight zone there's a lot of people getting hit by motor vehicles when death <laughs> or the devil show up in yeah. this show this is the first time that we're admitting that harm happens though all right well, moving well, one guy did get his leg messed up Oh, no, you're kind right. Of. You're right. Garage. Watch out for carousels, guys. Yeah, that, cars, All right, trains, now we're just fine. Carousels, those are death machines. <laughs> now we're just going way off track. <laughs> All right. Pun intended. So, <laughs> the next scene, he's, uh, he's in his apartment with a lawyer, and he was like, why do I only get $1,000 for getting hit by the train? And he's like, dude, you didn't even get hurt. We're being nice. And he's wearing the same jacket that he got hit by the train with. Can I also say that jacket is ridiculous and, like, the sleeves are, like, way too big. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just dangling. They're just and whole... The jacket is yeah. shredded, but it also got about four times too big for him yeah. in the span of him jumping off. But he never takes <laughs> yeah. it off. Never so takes it off. For the rest of, like, the next few scenes, he's just loved this new jacket. It's like, it's a good look for me. All right, I like this. It's yeah. baffling. Shredded. And so, like, the lawyer gives him the check and walks away, and he walks out, and there's another lawyer, like, oh, shit, you're here, too? And there's, like, yeah, and he's, like, he got hit by a bus for me, and he's, like, ah, train for me. Like, that's their exchange. So now we know he's just fucking everybody over. Yeah, and his wife is just kind of sitting there in the corner. She doesn't look scared for the fact that her husband is so accident-prone all of a sudden. She doesn't look surprised that he's not hurt at all by these (laughs) accidents. She doesn't look annoyed by these lawyers. She's just sitting there watching, just kind of, like... Huh? Yeah, she's she may as well be a piece of furniture. It's, she's just there. And I, I I have to say the best line from uh, Benneker in this scene is, "I'll take your money, but you bore me." Yeah, he insults the lawyers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The people handing him money. He's like, "Here's your check," and he's like, "Oh, in the fucking lawsuit." He was like, "Hey, I'll get my money tomorrow from this lawsuit." And he's like, first thing in the morning." <laughs> No, <laughs> city government, man. Not how that works. 
That was amazing. God, that scene was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. God, don't you wish that, that money from claims just came that quickly? Yeah. I wish they sent money from claims. That doesn't happen that often either. No, that's very rare. <laughs> but yeah, so like... We usher all the boring claims agents out of the room, and then he's just kind of going on this rant about how much it sucks to be immortal. Fourteen <laughs> accidents! And it's so boring. <laughs> yeah, he's like, man, you would think I'd get some sort of rush from being hit by all these cars. And she's like, maybe, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Shouldn't you just like, be glad you're alive? This isn't supposed to be happening. <laughs> Why is this happening? And then he just like goes into the bathroom and he pours himself a glass of bleach and pills and rat poison and ammonia. And, yeah he goes he's like hey honey bring me the ammonia and she's like okay <laughs> and she watched watches him pour all of these into the same cup he's like i wonder what he's going to do and he picks it up and he's holding it in front of him and she's still like i wonder what he's going to do and it's not until it's like to his lips and tipped back that she's like Oh, he's going to drink it. Oh, no, he's drinking it. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> he's halfway done with the glass by the time she's like, hey, don't stop. Do that. Slap it out of his fucking hand. <laughs> like, what is that? I, this lady is just in, r- ridiculous. <laughs> and he was like, God, that tasted like weak lemonade. Like, <laughs> like it was her fault. <laughs> That's Couldn't a, you have made me stronger, lemonade woman? Yeah, like that's that's the tone he's using yeah. <laughs> to accuse her of not die of not letting him die. I don't. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna jump off the building because that's obviously the next step in your suicide. And she's t- panicked. And like, she's like, no, don't. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> After she's watched him drink ammonia. And get hit by trains and buses and all of these things. She's just like, don't drive him off the building. He's going to be fine. Yeah. What aren't you, what aren't you getting here? Also, why is she upset in the first place? This guy is a terrible person. Finally. (laughs) Finally. I've been waiting my whole marriage for you to jump off of a building. Yeah. (laughs) So she goes to try and stop him. And And she's like, seriously, don't do it. Scream. I'm a poor woman. And then he p- pushes her off he the building. Exactly. I don't First quite understand her. what happened. Oh, no, no, no. My says, well, she's all like, please don't kill yourself. I'll make you potato pancakes. Don't oh, you remember yeah. how much you love potato pancakes? <laughs> and he says, you're as tasteless as a potato pancake. You're a potato pancake. <laughs> <laughs> I want to use that insult so badly. Here's my favorite new insult. You're a potato <laughs> pancake. You're like, boring. You're I'm in traffic. A, a guy pancake. cuts me off. You potato pancake. <laughs> and he hears me. He's just like, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? So she tries to stop him and gets in the way and instead falls off the building she doesn't, screaming. He doesn't even push her. No, he she just, just gets her. really hysterical. I, I couldn't tell what happened. Back. It, I, <laughs> that's it. She just, she just falls. She's just like, no, don't do it. Ah, falls backwards. And he like just, just lights a cigarette. Such an idiot. Yeah. He looks over the thing and just lights, I guess, his first cigarette of his life. Because he's a health, whoa, health nut in the 50s. Don't know if they smoke cigarettes <laughs> well, or not. Sure. He probably thought they were making him better. Yeah. Yeah. So he just lights a cigarette and he's just like, huh. Guess she's dead now. I wonder what that felt like. Yeah, he has, like, no reaction. It's amazing. I mean, granted, she does get a Darwin Award, but... (laughs) She is an idiot. But that is his wife. A Darwin Award is when your own stupidity causes your death. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know how she fell off that. Like, I still don't. I assume he pushed her. Just so dumb. 
But so he lights his cigarette and then he goes down. He's downstairs and he dials nine one one and he's like, "Hi, operator. Yeah, um, I need police. Yeah, I just murdered my wife. Yeah." No, I'm not going anywhere. No, hold, yeah. <laughs> not going anywhere. And he hangs up the phone. He's like, let's see how the electric fa- chair does it for me. <laughs> and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So the rest of the episode kind of plays out. He's in a prison, what is it, the visiting booth. And yeah. his lawyer's like, you are a dick. Like, let me do my job. And he's I'm trying like, to save you. No. He's like, just stop, man. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't understand why the lawyer's still fighting. The lawyer is, it's in his right to be like, the dude doesn't care. The dude's pleading guilty. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's his reputation. You know, he saved so many people. He let so many people go, you know. It just baffles me because that would mean he's a good lawyer, not like a state-appointed lawyer. So that means uh, Walter hired this man. (laughs) (laughs) If it's a state-appointed one, he's just like, fuck it, I got another case. Yeah. Insurance claims he was doing. So. True, yeah, he had one on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. He had so much money. No, I just, I love the line where it's just kind of like, if they try and kill me, all they're gonna get for their pains is a staggering bill for electricity. Yep. <laughs> that was a really clever line. <laughs> I like that line. That was, I wrote it down too. <laughs> and then uh, the next scene, he's in court, and the judge is like, uh, yeah, here's my verdict, everybody. You're gonna be in jail for life. And then his lawyer's like, we did it! <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how? <laughs> how did yeah. you do it? This yeah. man said, just don't do any research for my case. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just be a criminal. Like, how did you accomplish I don't know. Yeah. life instead of death? And it's just weird. Yeah. yeah, I really wish the camera had been on his face, though, because on, in the scene, we are pointed towards the judge. We've got oh, right. the lawyer and uh, Bedeker standing with their back to the camera, so you don't really get his expression when he realizes he... What? <laughs> Life? <laughs> so, but he turns around and he does face the camera, and he's just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I fucked up here. I, well, I, I want to point out here that it's just like, why didn't you, like think of all the possibilities that could have happened because people get life in prison instead of electric chair all the time you could have just gotten a judge who doesn't like sending people to death death because it's like their prerogative and their morality so you know you can find a judge like that in texas you're in new york city you should be all right like (laughs) should be easy to not get life you'd seem just insane yeah and i mean like be a little more heinous if you're expecting the electric chair I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's... it's He wasn't very wise about He was his... terrible at being a pl- defendant, Platon. I don't remember which one he was. I don't know. He was terrible at figuring out anything. I mean, he made a deal with the devil and just, like, took him on his word. Like, no no tricks, devil? Okay. So, yeah, like, the guy's now he's in not right. jail for life. And the last scene is he's with this uh, prison guard. And the guard brings him his food and he's like, Man, you're lucky. Woo, 40, only 40 to 45 years. That's basically how long you got left before you die. You can do that easy. You don't. It's a little, it's, it's funny to me that he's trying to 
you like build the guy as a you know like morale confidence by telling him how soon he expects him to die it's like don't worry you probably only got another 30 years left anyway you look pretty sick or i don't know it's like he doesn't say that but it's just kind of like we're cheering the guy up by predicting how soon he's going to die it's (laughs) it's just a weird scene it is it's very weird he's like up no, it's not so bad. You you did it. You yeah. won your case. <laughs> you still funny. murdered your wife, but no one seems to care about that lady. So, no. and then um, and then he was like, "Man, this sucks. I'm gonna be in jail for an eternity now." And he starts sobbing. Yeah. Which I mean, it's I mean, when you find fine. out that you're gonna be like alive for thousands of years and you're not gonna change at all. And nobody in jail, you, you could get into, like, somebody could, could stab you in jail. You're going to be fine. Yeah, what is he worried about? You're going to get three squares a day and, like, <laughs> and be It'll just, be it's going to be boring for a few years, but after For that, a few weeks, as soon as they find out, you can take a knife to your stomach with a, no repercussions. You're God. <laughs> You're God person. to me. Like, that's that's fine. Oh, shit, this bullet doesn't hurt you? I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do what you want. That's true. He would literally just be a God, and he... And so well, it's, let's, instead, I won't, I won't spoil it because he starts sobbing. Yeah, he's sobbing, and then the devil's voice comes, and he's like, "Ha ha 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 ha! I did it!" I don't remember what he says. <laughs> it just repeats like, "You're gonna be alive for thousands of years!" Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. And he's like, "Do you want that escape clause?" And the guy just kind of nods. Like, he just Dude. nods, <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's fucking it. He mm-hmm. just chooses, he like, even want he to has try one, one little speed bump, <laughs> and, and he's just like, yep, I'm done. Yep. Yeah, that's it. And then he dies. Yeah. He gets, has a heart attack, the and devil. he dies. Yeah. And the devil wins. Pretty, pretty painful way to go to. Heart, heart attacks, attacks like, don't look like a man having a heart attack. It's yeah, a heart attack painful, don't. painless way. Like, it's not brutal. Could have been an aneurysm. I don't know how much... I don't know if they knew what amnurisms were in the 50s. That's I true. assume they do. But not... Yeah, it's not the as general common. Populace. Yeah. yeah, probably not as common. Okay. Either way, it's just... Stupid. He just keels over. Yeah, he just keels over, and then the guard comes in, and he's like, ah, fuck, he died. And that's the end of the episode. Like, yeah, he's like, poor devil. Oh, right. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, this poor murderer. This oh. poor dude who oh. murdered his wife. He just got here. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to have another 40 to 45 years left. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> why do you take them so young? <laughs> like, why was this guard so sympathetic? It was so weird. Oh, oh God. That was, it was... It was a weird ending. Like, I don't understand why he was scared of prison because he would run that place. And yeah. what's stopping him from just walking out? Yeah. yeah. Bullets don't hurt him and just leave. Well, he doesn't have super strength, so he can't get Well, out. I mean, while they're transferring, but... he could, like, make a break for it. I mean, that's true. It's... There's so, like, yeah. honestly, yeah, there are so he could many chances just that... be nice enough to, like... Oh, that's true, because when he makes a break for it, when they try to, like, shoot him or something, mm-hmm. it's not gonna do anything. When he has, like, prison yard time, like, just hang out in the corner for a while and scale the wall, even if they catch you, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's... I feel like prison's worth at least a try. Like, yeah, it's gotta be. That's that's a new experience when you can't actually get hurt in there. Yeah, this man, and honestly, in a hundred years, when he hasn't aged, and if he's been 
quote unquote good enough, they'll just be like, ah, fuck, we gotta let him out. Like, this is not. Well, they're gonna notice when he stops aging. And like you pointed out, when he doesn't get hurt, when he's stabbed or hit or anything, and then he just, like, like, I just, he's gonna be, like, worshipped at some point. They're gonna be like, hey, he's not aging. And he doesn't get injured. This man will have a small following of religious favor. <laughs> yeah. Of pe- amongst not just criminals, just people in general. Yeah. As soon as people word gets out that uh, this is a mortal man. How can, can I learn your ways? Oh, great. Yeah. yeah holy he can, uh, yeah. He's just an idiot. He totally, he totally missed that. He had so much. He had so the, much potential. Yeah, but that's why <laughs> the devil gave him that deal and not like one of us that deal. Because if one of us got immortality, we'd be rocking that shit. Yeah, we'd win. Yeah, <laughs> we'd so... win the episode of the show. Yeah, we would. But no, that's not what the de- devil wants. He wants your soul, so he gives it to that jackhole. Yeah. That's true. So, I think the devil knew what he was doing. Yeah. I kind of feel like maybe this episode could be like a metaphor for going off the deep end insanity-wise. Because like... That's, like, a mental breakdown when he, like, meets the devil. It's, this is my own fan theory. Meets the devil, what he actually has is just a total mental breakdown. And he starts doing dangerous and crazy shit. Because we already know he's a hypochondriac. So, now he's just, like, hearing voices that are like, Hey, jump off this building! See what happens! And he's like, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. And maybe he did have weak lemonade, but he thought it was poison. And then he murders his wife. And that's, like, the schizophrenic break. And I don't All know. Right. It's all a story happening in his head. There was a moment when um, he's in the jail cell sobbing and they start playing some music that sounds a lot like the waking up from a dream music. And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) That cannot be how this episode ends. That'd be the worst. The worst possible ending. But no, it's not what happened. (laughs) So, um, what was your favorite part, Chelsea? Oh, man. Um, I'm not ready. All right. Well, my favorite part was when he's on the phone with his with the police, and he's like, "Yeah, I killed my wife." Yeah, hold. I just thought it was hilarious, which I think is what it was going for. Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll wait." <laughs> I think my favorite part is you're a potato pancake, because <laughs> I'm gonna take that one with me. Just I think some of the one liners in this were my favorite. Yeah. Oh, and the part where he laughs and's like. You're the devil. <laughs> you're the devil. <laughs> you're the devil. Uh, I think my favorite part, just because it's just like, really, dude, no connection to your wife, is just after she freaking goes over the edge, and he's just like, I wonder what it felt like. <laughs> I, I do want to point out that all three of those moments were the same scene. That was just the scene. It's first... The potato pancake insult. Then she falls off and it's the, oh, I'll light this cigarette. <laughs> and then he calls the police. That was obviously the best scene in the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what did you think the twist was, Rebecca? I think it's when he gets prison instead of uh, the electric chair. Because it's the point where his plan is foiled. Like all the way he's going on this one track and it's kind of like he hits that wall and it's like, oh. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all in that. So, um, I'll write the episode first. Uh, I did not like this episode. It was kind of funny at moments and it had redeeming qualities, so I'll give it a two, but 
just the most irredeemable character. I just wanted worse things to happen to him. <laughs> I I shouldn't be... I, I didn't feel like I should be rooting for the devil as hard as I was. And I don't think the devil's plan was all that intricate. Like, it was just like, oh, I got another life. Why did you go through all the effort to do that? This man was going to die and go to hell sooner or later. Kind of makes the devil the hero because this guy was just the scum of the earth. Awful. So, yeah, I, I give it a... A two. I think I'd give it a three. Only because I did enjoy it. Like, <laughs> I really did. Um, I don't, you know, I, I don't think I enjoyed it because it was, like, a really, really great episode. But it's just because there was never a point where it wasn't entertaining. Um, and it was also, like I said, the first dark comedy that they did. And it was the first one where we have an irredeemable character. So it's like, they're we're still, we're still branching into new territory. So I, I, I appreciate all of those things. So I give it a three. I also gave it a three because although it wasn't, you know, the bestest episode, it was entertaining. At the very least, I was I was laughing at the dark humor, and hmm. so it entertained me. Which in the end, yeah, I guess in the end that's what it's supposed to do. All right. Um, I I don't want to rate this twist. You don't <laughs> like, want to? The twist zero? is what it was. It's okay. it's almost a zero for me. Like, okay. it's just like it was an unthought thought, thought through plan. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why he gave up. There was no remorse for his wife. Like, the, I didn't understand why he decided to die. And the twist was just not there. Okay. Anyone disagree? I Have? think I. I... <laughs> I know we're not supposed to do point fives because for me it's between a one and a two. <laughs> I'd probably give it a two. Hmm. Um, I mean, it, it was it was fun to see this character hit a wall, uh, but it, I like I said, I really wish we were on his face when he found out. I think I liked what the twist was, but the way it was executed was really not good. So I'd give it a two. I don't agree with you. I'm, although I don't know, I might give it a one. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Alex is gonna break things. He's so happy with my rating. Um, Someone agrees. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna give it a one because it was just like I was waiting for. I mean, it's the deal with the devil. You know, it's not gonna end up happy. You know, he's gonna just like eventually choose death, and so it's just like and and plus when he does, it's so underwhelming. Like, it's, like, again, it's a stupid plan. Like, like, why didn't you think of, like, all the possibilities? Why did you just assume, I'm getting the electric chair? And also, like, just, you gave up, like we said, so quickly. There were so many possibilities, even in jail, that you could have taken. And just, nope, yeah, I'm gonna die. That's, that's fine. First time devil comes to you. You wanna die? Yep. <laughs> like... He gave up so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like it, as soon as the devil came up, I'd be like, no. no. Just for the sake of it. Because, like, no, you're not going to win. <laughs> like, I'm going to put I up with this shit. I might be miserable right now, but no, you're not foiling me, devil. Like, I, and that wasn't how he went. I don't respect him. I kind of have this, my own little theory. I think that he really wanted to die. Like, the whole hypochondriac thing, I think... He, he liked he liked the idea of dying. He li- enjoyed the fact that he like thought he was dying. He threw himself in front of trains, you know. Yeah, like, that was his form of entertainment instead yeah, of like. It's like death to him was to really movies. interesting. So I think in that moment he's like, yeah, okay, you know, 
That's what I've wanted this whole time anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you convinced me on that part. Yay! Because yeah. nothing else does make sense. Yeah, no, it, it really doesn't <laughs> otherwise. Alright, so Chelsea, do you have anything to recommend? Not making deals with the devil. <laughs> yes, but that's not a movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> um... Supernatural. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Becca? I would recommend Groundhog's Day because there's also a large element of I can't die. I'm going to do a lot of crazy things to see what happens. None of it has any effect. And then having, just kind of using it to your advantage, but also being screwed at the end. Or not in the end, but while it's happening. So a lot of similar elements, I think. Oh, and if you don't know why I chose Supernatural, yeah, the show, <laughs> it's because there are lots and lots of deals with devils. Yeah. So. See, I was thinking about doing Once Upon a Time because every episode is a deal with a devil, basically. <laughs> oh, but magic I'm... comes at a price, dearie. Yeah, all that bullshit. <laughs> but no, I'm going to go with Ghost Rider. Because okay. that is just a deal with the devil, but he wins at the end. Yay. So. It's a bad movie, though, so it kind of fits with I this. <laughs> I don't I like recommend the... this episode. I don't recommend the movie. Yeah, if you like this episode, there's a good chance you'll like that movie, too, because both of them just sucked. <laughs> but, but both of them were entertaining. One just had action. The other had average jokes. <laughs> True. All right, so... um. I'll leave you guys at that today. So Sounds good to me. I think we're going to head out and... Don't get caught in the twilight zone. Bye, zoners. Bye. <laughs>